0: Now, more than ever, where you get your news matters. This is America's First News, this morning with Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Thursday, December 21. Gordon Deal with Jennifer Koshenka and Nicole Murray. Some of our top stories and headlines, U.S. and Venezuela in a prisoner swap. Trump lawyers want the Supreme Court to take its time ruling on his immunity in the election interference trial. Senators go on break without agreement on border security and or Ukraine funding. Harvard says it's found additional plagiarism problems involving the school's president, who's been under fire for her leadership lately, Saints and Rams in Thursday night football, and how social media helped a Michigan man who wished he still received Christmas cards. That story in about 20 minutes. This portion of the program is brought to you by Discover. Discover wants everyone to feel special with live 24-7 customer service. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. The U.S. is experiencing a factory building boom as companies burned by overstretched supply chains during the pandemic reshore some of their operations. Sounds great, but will they be able to find the thousands of workers that are needed? Here's John Kyleman, manufacturing reporter at the Wall Street Journal. John, what's up here?
1: There are uh, dozens of factories that cost a billion dollars or more to build that are going up all over the country, uh, primarily in response to a push by the federal government to bolster the semiconductor and electric vehicle industries in the United States, seeing them as sort of central to our future and our national security. And so, in response, uh, you see these gigantic factories going up, you know, Arizona, Ohio, Texas, um New York, all kinds of places. And uh, the really big ones tend to be in the, um, the semiconductor industry. And in Ohio, Intel is building two semiconductor factories, which are also known as fabs, uh, at a cost of twenty billion dollars. And they are going to need three thousand workers. Goodness! Uh, when they open their doors. Wow! All right. So
0: speaking of those workers, where are they coming from?
1: Well, that is the challenge. <laughs> the Semiconductor uh, Industry Association has projecting that uh, there are going to be more than a hundred thousand jobs um, created by the end of the decade in these new fabs, and that uh, more than half of them are not going to be filled, um, given the sort of the current uh, educational and graduation rates. And so Intel, even though their factory is not going to open for another three years at least, um, they are already trying to prime the pump with a educational initiative they designed with the state's community colleges that uh, is meant to give people training that they need to be able to walk in the door and be ready to go mm. once uh, the fabs open up. Wow. And is that going to be enough? I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that, that uh, the efforts will grow more intense as uh, the day grows nearer that these factories are ready to be operational.
0: We're speaking with John Kyleman, manufacturing reporter at The Wall Street Journal. His story is called, The Mega Factories Are Coming. Now the hustle is on to find workers. I mean, what if there's just not enough workers? What happens at these, what happens at these plants?
1: they're going to have a hard time uh, doing what they were designed to do. And the other thing to keep in mind is that there could be a knock-on effect of um, factories and other industries that compete for roughly the same pool of workers. And uh, if Intel succeeds, there's concern that smaller factories that maybe aren't able to pay as well or don't have sort of the same name brand that, that Intel does uh, they could be starved of, of workers. Yeah. And there, there's a great deal of concern about that in Ohio. Jeez,
0: I, I thought it was interesting. I, you referenced um, that there is an, like an old school mindset of the old time assembly lines that some of these newer companies are trying to get out of people's heads. Explain that.
1: Yeah, you know, particularly in uh, states like Ohio, which you've had manufacturing for a long, long time. People remember the days of, I guess, the, um, the saying is dark, dirty, and dangerous. Uh, that's the image that they have of factories. And you look at something like a, a modern semiconductor factory, it is not that way at all. A lot of factories are not that way at all. But they have not done a great job in sort of advertising what their workplaces are like. And so that image remains and as i was told it's sort of parents and high school guidance counselors who steer kids away from that uh, without really having an accurate picture of of what it's like today what's pay like these days pay in ohio uh the the average hourly manufacturing production wage is about 25 bucks it has gone up as it has in, in most of the rest of the country pretty uh Uh, pretty steeply in the last few years because of the labor shortage Mm -hmm. has been so acute. Uh, Intel is not saying how much they're going to pay at their new plants in Ohio, but uh, elsewhere in the country, the same type of job, they're known as um, technicians, that's going to account for the majority of the jobs there in Ohio. Uh, They make Anywhere between fifty and ninety thousand dollars.
0: Thanks, John. John Kyleman, manufacturing reporter at the Wall Street Journal. Twenty minutes now in front of the hour on this morning. America's first news coming up next. How much it costs for a house next to Lambeau Field?